Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals get back at it tonight in New York against the Rangers. The rise of super sniper Joe Snively and Ben chats with Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, February 24th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Here we are. It's been a long time, but we are back for the stretch run here on Caps this morning. And apologies for the lengthy break that came with, well, not a lot of warning from me, but a brief explanation slash apology. You see, we knew back in early January that I was going to be out for a bit calling Olympic hockey for NBC, but we weren't able to, you know, say anything here yet because NBC had made the information public about me or anyone else for that matter that was calling the games from Beijing. So by the time that they did, I was already on my way out of D.C., and Ben, of course, was left holding the bag to mop up. So sorry about that, Ben. Sorry to all of you who tune in every morning. Many, many thanks to Monumental Sports and Entertainment, Ted Leonsis, Zach Leonsis, Dick Patrick, Hunter Lockman, for letting me go to the big stage for a bit. But, Benny, it is great to be back, and great to be back at it here on Caps This Morning. Yes, we'll see if we remember how to do this here on Caps this morning. But yes, good to be back. Good to have you back, and kudos to you as well. It didn't matter, John, if it was, I don't know, 11.45 at night or 8.45 in the morning, but it was good to see you working the games on NBC on the men's and women's side for Olympic coverage. So again, kudos to you, second straight Olympic Games. And a sincere thank you as well. I don't know if you got this as well, John. We got a lot of messages from folks wanting to know where we were, saying they were missing their morning fix. So in all seriousness, we we do appreciate the feedback from our listeners. We had a lot of messages on social media, email, et cetera. So thank you to those who reached out and uh, good to be back. And we look forward to doing it now for the rest of the season, hopefully deep into the spring. Sherry will skate it in to Snively down the far wing. Knocks it punt back to the point with good patience. Orloff will fire that knock down. Rebound in front, Snively after it. He scores! It's Joe Snively again! It's a power play goal, and the Capitals grab a 2-1 to lead. And my thanks to Zach Fish for filling in for me while I was away. You hear him there. I followed the best that I could bend from afar. That time change was a little brutal, but I did see some of the games while I was gone. And the most unexpected thing while I was away, and maybe one of the most unexpected things to happen all season, was the emergence of Joe Snively, the team's leading scorer in the month of February. Alex Ovechkin still works here, yes? Joe Snively, four goals, seven points in nine games playing in the top six. It would seem, Ben, I've missed a lot here. Yeah, very impressive from Joe Snively. And how about this for Zach Fish? He called eight games while you were away, Zach Fish did. And a great job by Zach. Called eight games. The leading goal scorers during that eight-game stretch with four goals each, Joe Snively and Garnet Hathaway. Too clear of Alex Ovechkin for that goal-scoring lead over that eight-game run. But, yeah, Joe Snively, this has been a fun story. And 
You know, this is not uh, a charitable gesture, you can say, from the Capitals for the local kid. He's had a top six role. He's earned it. He's held on to it. He's skating with the big boys. He's seen a lot of time alongside, among others, Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson and seemingly fitting in very well. You touch on the four goals in his most recent game going back a week ago. Last Thursday night against the Philadelphia Flyers, a power play tally. So not only is he seen time within the top six, also was given a look and some opportunity on the second power play unit. And he's taking advantage, and he's really, he's a fun watch, John. He's, he's got a little, let's say a little T.J. Oshie, a little Connor Sherry in him, just in terms of, first of all, the physical attributes, the way he looks, the way he's built, but just that tenacity, that stick on his shifts, you know, a feisty guy around the net, a sniper, you know, a goal scorer by trade in the American Hockey League. And he's brought those traits, and they've carried over, and they've translated well, albeit in a small sample size, here in the NHL. So it's been a fun story for the Northern Virginia kid who, again, continues to impress and continues to put up numbers and not look out of place. So we'll see if it's now sustainable as uh, the Capitals also at the same time potentially inching a little bit closer again towards that optimal lineup. Yeah, and really fun that he's been able to do this as the local kid, and we'll see how he does tonight in New York against the Rangers. All right, Ben, so I haven't seen every game, but I have seen enough to know that things have been a little better lately for Ilya Samsonov. Give me your assessment of these last couple of weeks, a little bit of a bounce back for him, all the more needed with Vitek Vanacek on the shelf for a time. Where's his game right now, and has anything in your mind shifted from our conversations that we were having a few weeks ago, prior to the Olympics for me, prior to when this team wasn't going very well in that, where are we with Ilya? Where are we with the goaltending here over this last couple of weeks stretch? Well, I will say we're within a month now of the trade deadline, and I still think there there are questions here, big picture. You know, you look at the past few weeks, Ilya Samsonov has played better. His good games have outnumbered the, the not-so-good ones, we'll say, and he had very good showings in particular few weeks ago, a road win in Pittsburgh where he came on in relief for Vitek Vanacek, a big win, you know, going back just over a week ago in Nashville. He was very sharp earlier this month in Montreal. Those are games that come to mind as really good ones. And conversely, a couple of clunkers against the Edmonton Oilers and the Ottawa Senators. So again, the good ones outweigh the bad ones but still looking for that sample size to grow and maybe put in, you know, whether it's three out of four, six out of seven, you know, we want to grow that sample size, see it with more consistency from Samsonov, but it's trending. It's trending in the right direction. He has been playing well in February. He's kept the Capitals in games, giving them the opportunity to pull out some victories late. So it's encouraging, but again, you just want to see it a little bit more. We want the sample size to grow. And I think that's the big question between now and March 21, as it has been for the past two seasons, seemingly, whether it's Samsonov, whether it's Vanacek, let's see one of these guys really take the reins, undisputed number one. Let's see one of them emerge and run with it. And I will say at least Samsonov of late, putting himself maybe in position, but still I think there's an appetite for a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's too many people you know, in the game better than Osh as far as on and off the ice, just having him around on the day-to-day, making yeah. people better around him, a leader, a friend, a, a good teammate, just a really good first-class uh, person and one of those guys you're lucky to to play with and just makes everything at the rink uh, better every time he, yeah. he's there. So, I mean, the guys did a good job filling in and we, we grinded and um, battled as you do when a, when a leader's out, but yeah. I think it's always better when, when he's around. That's Tom Wilson talking about number 77. Some hope we could see some T.J. Oshie in the lineup soon. He's been back on the ice this week for practice. 
still less than 20 games played this season. Tough year for him, no doubt. But, man, if he's able to contribute down the stretch, the team could sure use him at five-on-five and, of course, on the power play. Yeah, the power play also has quietly maybe been trending in the right direction, but certainly the addition, the return potentially of Oshie as soon, who knows, as soon as tonight in New York, if he's traveling with the team, we'll see. But certainly the power play big picture could use that boost. And at five on five, John, if you can keep Joe Snively in that top six role, potentially and ease TJ Oshie back into the lineup whenever that is and play him to start maybe on a third line, I think then you're creating a little bit more secondary scoring, lower down the depth chart. You're balancing your lineup a little bit more. I think that could be a big boost, a big spark as well, and maybe provide Peter Laviolette with some options. But certainly uh, we've spoken about it for years with TJ Oshie, not only the goal scoring ability and the offensive side there and the all-around game, but just those intangibles, most beloved teammate arguably in that dressing room and the energy that he brings, a guy who could you know help rally the team They've missed him over the past few weeks. There's no question. It's they've dealt with some inconsistency in their game. Uh, certainly whenever that return is, maybe as soon as tonight, as soon as this weekend, certainly a, a welcome sight to see him back at practice. And here's hoping his return to the lineup comes sooner rather than later. Before the team left for New York yesterday, Ben, you had a chance to catch up with Trevor Van Riemsdyk. I did a good chat covering a variety of topics, including just returning after a full week off, a week between games and getting thrown into the fire with a Metropolitan Division rival, New York Rangers team up first. It'll be exciting. Like you said, it's a uh, really good team, really high octane team, score a lot of goals and uh, they're playing really well right now. So it's going to be a a huge challenge for us. And yeah, we're we're really excited for that. And we know we got to bring our best game to uh, be successful. Touched on the firepower up front, particularly what are some of the challenges facing a team with as much speed and skill that they possess? Yeah, I think you said it right there. It's throughout the whole lineup, lines one through four. They can all skate. They can all uh, make plays, wear you down, do that type of stuff. So if you're not making the right decisions and you're stuck in your D zone a lot, those games seem to wear on you a little harder than uh, if you find ways through, get pucks in and play in the O zone a little more. So we got to make sure we manage the puck well. And uh, if we do that, it'll be a, a great uh, test for us. And hopefully we can come out on top. A couple of road wins before this breather in Nashville and Philadelphia game against Nashville was very good for you guys collectively. What's gone into the road success? Because it's been like Jekyll and Hyde road versus home. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's obviously something that uh, if you look at uh, just the road uh, record, we've done pretty well and uh, something to be proud of. And then, yeah, at home, we just got to yeah figure out what, what it may be to get that rolling a little more. But, yeah, we've had uh, good success. We've been prepared for, for most games and uh, found ways to win. Uh, even when when we haven't had our best, we've uh, found ways. Uh, goaltending's bailed us out, and uh, we just yeah just found ways to win. Facing Philadelphia again on Saturday, another reunion with your brother James. I know you've been through this a few times in your career. Where, where does that rank now still? I mean, the first time you do it, it's a cool yeah. experience. Your folks are in attendance, et cetera. Is it, is it still something you look at before the season begins, or, or where does that fall in? Yeah, it's obviously really special. Obviously, uh, when you're growing up and playing in the driveway, you kind of pretend uh, it's something you're doing. You're one, Somebody's uh, one team and you're the other, battling it out. and shedding tears when you lose and when you you make it to this level i know our parents are uh, extremely proud and we're we're so thankful for them we wouldn't be uh anywhere near where we are now without them and all the sacrifices they've made and uh yeah it's uh, we're extremely lucky i know probably we don't uh uh, maybe step back and look at it of how truly special it is for our for our family but uh I know when you get a moment either during those games or you see them out there during warm-ups and you kind of catch each other's eye, it kind of reminds you how uh, truly uh, special it is. 
growing up, there's not much of an age difference. He's, what, two years older yeah, than yeah. you. But how helpful was that and to see him go through a lot of the experiences you would eventually go through, be it college, be it yeah. cracking the NHL? Yeah, I can pretty safely say I don't think I'd be here today without him. He kind of, being from New Jersey, uh, you don't really know much about the, the routes to take to, to get to college hockey. It's, uh, it's become better and better as the years have gone on, and I think uh, it's something we're proud of to be from New Jersey and see the... Uh, the different players come out of the state and, and make it to the NHL. But yeah, without James, uh, obviously he was pretty highly regarded uh, in the whole state of New Jersey and ended up playing for NTDP and was able to get that exposure to the to the higher level. So, And obviously uh, I wasn't quite there uh, with what he was doing, but he kind of just showed you uh, the different paths, the different opportunities. Really probably didn't even know what the USHL really was and the EJHL, which I played in and stuff like that and uh, yeah without him uh, opening up those doors and opening up our eyes to the different situations I probably would have yeah just played out my high school career went to college and uh, nothing wrong with that but it would have been uh, very different than uh, how it is now. So final thing I'm, I'm curious about this growing up as James brother yeah like is that difficult how did you carve your own niche and, and emerge as full-time NHL or that's some status to, to live up to there. Yeah no I I always, uh, yeah, you get that a little bit uh, growing up, like uh, James is better, all that stuff. But I, uh, I always took it as a as a compliment. To, uh, James has done things the right way. He's worked really hard. He hasn't been given anything, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm proud to, to call him my brother. And he's done so much for me. To, so to be uh, to be James's little brother is something I'm uh, extremely proud of. And. Uh, I'll take that any day of the week. All right, well, that's awesome. And you get the bragging rights on Saturday, all right? Pick up a yeah, W in yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, we got to keep it going. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. That's Ben and TDR. It is good to be home, good to be getting back after it. It's the Caps and the Rangers tonight as I get back in the saddle with Kenny. Network air on 106.7, a fan, and Caps Radio 24-7 is at 645. Caps game day starts at 4 on Caps Radio 247, CapsRadio247.com for your listening pleasure. Ben, what is coming up on the show this afternoon? Loaded edition of Caps game day coming up. We'll hear more from Trevor Van Riemsdyk. We'll chat with friend of the program from the Associated Press, Steve Wino, fresh back from his experience at the Beijing Games. And also we'll head down to Nashville getting set for the Stadium Series game this weekend with NHL.com senior editor, Sean Rourke, all coming up on Camps Radio 24-7, campsradio247.com. Playtime's over. The Caps into the stretch run. It starts in Gotham tonight. Ben, have yourself a great game day Thursday, will you? I've missed this. Happy Thursday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.